Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and I am joined by part man, part skeleton, Mr. Connor Lawler. I was going to go to the party, but I didn't have anyone to go with. <laughs> oh, we did not plan that beforehand. <laughs> it's also nobody to go with. No, no, no one. But I, what that was just do? a sad skeleton. <laughs> That was just a skeleton that's slightly lonely, rather than, you know, just a bit of a joke. Um, what I wanted to say, Sean, at the start of the show is, just before we started recording, um, our next-door neighbours have decided to have a bit of a rave. and But when they have raves, they only have, like, the same... To me, it sounds like the same song over and over again. You know, like, the dance songs, like, repeatedly? I do, indeed. Yeah, like, I sound very old right now. But it's just the same tune. The There's dance no songs, Sean. The dance, you know, the hippity hoppity songs, right? But they have, it's just the same dance beat for six hours. And then sometimes I sit here and think, surely there's got to be something else in the playlist. <laughs> There's got to be something. You could put Country Roads on there. Bit yeah. Of John Denver for everyone. Any, anything else. I Like, just something with a guitar is all I'm asking for. Even just, I'll even take a keyboard. Just a little bit of bass. He'll set, he'll set a keytar would be ideal in Connor's <laughs> A keytar, don't get me started on the keytar, Sean. Um, but this is Hero Zero, Sean, where we choose one comic book character. We don't just talk about weird old man stuff. Um, it's one comic <laughs> book character. we are old men. <laughs> we are. Every single week, and we talk their good points and their bad points. And we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So, I normally talk DC. Sean, you normally talk Marvel. And it is your week this week. Last week, I talked about a Batman sidekick that was known as Bluebird. So, Sean, this week, you're up. What can you do to top my great reports that I'm constantly churning out? Oh, wow. He gives his compliments to himself these days. It's (laughs) It's, great. It's always the strongest compliment when they come from yourself. (laughs) So, you often do a thing in um, when you do your DC reports, Connor, where you will talk briefly about, like, a Golden Age character. And then kind of how that character progressed into the modern day, uh, whether it's like passing on the mantle or staying around as kind of a, an advisor kind of thing. Okay. Um, so I'm doing a similar thing today with a Marvel villain 
that would have originated in the golden age that I don't think anyone would have heard about. He's a little bit ridiculous, oh. but that's why I like him. To be fair, that is where comic books are at their most fun. It really is, especially when it's from the 40s and ridiculous. Oh, 40s ridiculous is a whole other level of ridiculous. So today I will be doing a report on the Marvel villain known as the Ringmaster. Oh, okay. The ring- okay. Can, can I guess, does he work in a circus? Exclusively. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Let's go! So, I'm going to start off uh, with the Golden Age version of this character. Very brief. He only appeared in a few issues, but uh, it kind of sets the scene. So See, normally, pre- normally what happens is they show them for one or two uh, copies or issues in the 40s or 50s, and then, like... 30 or 20 years later a comic book writer comes in and they're like write a story about someone and they're like they're like new and hip and happening and so they're just like yeah I'll just pick someone who's like really cool but like from 40 years ago nobody remembers and I can just rewrite everything about them and then it'll be my character exactly so Sean go on so we're gonna start that Fritz Tybalt uh, was a jerk <laughs> it's just a man's name Connor Fritz it's not Tybalt. that funny Fritz go on. Tybalt was a German citizen that ran his own circus, uh, named Tybalt Circus, in the 1940s. He was hired by the Nazis to travel to America. Mm, not so fun. They, not, not great when the not, Nazis not were involved. Not so humorous anymore. <laughs> oh, work with the comedy, Connor. <laughs> okay. uh, while there, under the guise of a legitimate circus, he and his circus performers used their unique abilities to eliminate US military officials. Oh, okay. So what he did, each night, Fritz selected the targets on his wheel of death, uh, sending out his best-suited operatives to carry out the job. Now, Connor, I just want to stop here and say, what you're imagining is exactly what it is. I'm assuming there's a a soldier strapped to the big wheel thing and he's spinning it and throwing knives at him. No, it's just, well, it's it's not exactly so what you were imagining, but it was... (laughs) It's a big wheel of death with, like, the pictures of US military generals on it. Yeah. Uh, And whichever one it stops on, they go kill. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, among his circus uh, were an unwitting accomplice named uh, Tommy Thumb, um, who was forced into servitude with violence. You had Omar, the snake charmer. Zandau the Strongman oh. and the tra- the Trapeze Trio. This is the weirdest sequel to The Great Showman I've ever heard of. <laughs> when the circus set up near Camp Lahai, Fritz first targeted a man named Sergeant Blaine. Um, Blaine attended the circus um, and Fritz uh, let loose one of the tigers to attack him. Jesus. So... The sergeant was mauled to death by the tiger, but the tiger was in turn slain by Captain America. <laughs> Fucking hell. I feel so, like the tiger's not at fault. I mean, n- it is at fault for a reason, but who let the tiger out? Who, who, who let the tiger who, out? Who, who, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's really my main question. So, Captain America canonically has killed a tiger. Is oh, the, I, I mean, he, he'll there. kill anything and anyone you love. That's true. That's very true. Uh, he just happened to be at the scene um, in his civilian role as Steve Rogers. He had just come um, from killing a previous other animal from like an hour ago. He's like, I was just in the neighbourhood. I'm after killing three dogs and a cat for the last 45 minutes. Yeah, they had walked out of the Bronx Zoo and just 
they'd already had a great time. Um, he was with Bucky Barnes, his sidekick at the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, although they suspected foul play, the two had no proof, and so they decided to keep an eye on the circus. Um, right. But also, this tiger was released in front of, like, a whole audience. But, like, like from backstage. It just okay. happened to single out the general. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, so, Tibble's next target was Commissioner Newsom, um, and he sent Omar and the Trapeze Trio to eliminate him. The murder of the commissioner was witnessed by a lady named Betsy Ross. Um, she is the aunt of Thunderbolt Ross uh, in the comics, and okay. she was like she was on one of Captain America's allies. She was a, a war hero as well. Um, so she witnessed this murder, and despite the attempts of Captain America and Bucky to interfere, Betsy was captured by the circus members. I feel like Captain America and Bucky are kind of shit so far. They're doing nothing at the moment. I'm glad (laughs) you realise this as well. They just keep arriving way too late to all these issues. Well, look, they trace her back to the circus. Okay. Uh, The the two of them beat the circus performers into submission, free Betsy, and defeat the ringmaster. That seems like a heroic move. Indeed. Now, uh, following his return to Germany... Uh, Fritz and his wife were killed for their failure by the Nazis. Jesus Christ, okay. So you might think that's where our story ends, Connor, but... Also, where did I react that... Like, I reacted shocked that the Nazis didn't... did a bit of foul play there and killed their own man, but I feel like I shouldn't have. (laughs) Hot take, Nazis bad. (laughs) Wait a minute, they didn't stick to the plan! That's not fair! (laughs) What? I thought there was honour amongst thieves. (laughs) Go on. So, Maynard Tybalt is the son of Fritz Tybalt. Yeah. Um, After his parents were executed for their failures in the US, Maynard, who didn't, and they make this clear, did not share his parents' sympathies for Nazism. I just want to make that very fucking clear before he starts (laughs) killing people. (laughs) Not... And I'm a Nazi. <laughs> I'm a Nazi. That's his head tattoo. <laughs> uh, so he became the leader of the circus um, and decided that he was going to move it to America, far from the scene of Hitler's rise to power and his parents' deaths. Maynard planned to begin a new, honest life. Okay, that's fair enough. So far, yeah. so good. Absolutely. The next section is entitled yeah. The New Circus of Crime. Oh! Oh, that's uh, different from living an honest life. <laughs> Once in America, Tybalt learned that a relatively small circus such as his could never hope to compete with the enormous troops uh, of circuses owned by the likes of a man named Amos Jardine, yeah. who will not appear for the rest of the report. But that's a fucking brilliant name. It's a pretty good name. That is a pretty good name. It's way better than whatever that other guy was called. Maynard. Maynard Tybalt. No, Fritz Tybalt. Fritz Tibbled, excuse yeah. me, oh, the father. The father, <laughs> the Nazi. Um, so Maynard had dreamed of making his circus a major success, but instead he could barely make enough to cover his expenses. Hmm. Uh, blaming Americans not only for ignoring his circus, but for his father's humiliating capture in America years before, I knew. Maynard, 
<laughs> I knew Captain America was going to be blamed for that guy mauling some people to death. And Captain America's like, ah, stop mauling people to death. And he's just like, he got him killed. <laughs> the bastard. <laughs> Oh, it's it's not just Captain America he blames, Connor. It's America. Oh, it's America. I think that's a very broad strokes kind of blame game going on here. It's a lot of people to blame. Yeah, I uh, feel like he's he's aiming at the wrong... He's got a lot of anger, but he's aiming at the wrong people. So, Tybalt decided to turn to crime. Mm. If, if Americans would not enrich him and his performers willingly, then they would be forced to do so. <laughs> he just loves his circus. He just wants the circus to succeed. That's the it. Guys, just come to my show. I've put a lot of work in, okay? The key to Maynard's plan uh, lay in the blueprints to the Nullatron. Oh, okay. So, th- this was a machine uh, designed by unknown scientists in Nazi-occupied lands uh, who were murdered by the Red Skull. Um. Uh, the skull had then used the Nullitron to take hypnotic, con- hypnotic control of Captain America, Namor, the Submariner, and the, the original Human Torch. So this was an old story uh, in the Golden Age that, oh, our heroes have been mind controlled. Oh, it's a, it's a classic one, to be fair. It's, oh, it's a, it's a great cover when they're on the side of the villains. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, they were mind-controlled all along. And then halfway through the story, they, like, break out of it. Or they break out of it through love. They're just like, no, I have friends and family. I'm not uh, yeah. evil. And then they I would argue that in the time, they probably broke out through patriotism. Oh, yeah, they, they looked at the American flag and they were like, fuck <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think that was a lot of Captain America stories for a three-year span. And look, they did really well out of them. They, did, they sold so many copies. So, uh, Fritz Tybalt, his father, had managed to obtain the plans for the Nullitron during the war, and they had been inherited by Maynard. Maynard now decided to put the principles behind the Nullitron to his own uses. Um, using his own natural talent for electronics, he adapted the plans so as to construct a small but powerful device which he would conceal within his large ringmaster's hat. Um, the device was able to mesmerise an entire crowd all at once. Um, the entire audience, thus rendered helpless, could be robbed at will by the circus troupe and would have no memory of being robbed upon awakening. You know what? That's not a bad plan. It's evil, but it's also like a classic villain plot. It is, and it's like it, it's surprisingly low stakes as well. Like he's he's just robbing people. That's all like he's, he's doing. He's stealing wallets so far. He's not <laughs> robbing any banks. Yeah, and it's for like a hundred people that show up once a week. You know, so he might he might make a grand. If he's lucky, Ex- like if a hundred people are carrying, how many people are carrying cash with them these days? Very few. Very few, absolutely. Um, but like, he's he's just making enough, basically, to pay him and his workers a decent. <laughs> he's paying wage. the rent. <laughs> he's just in such elaborate plan of brainwashing people. He's like, we're gonna make this month's rent, boys, <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> So uh, Maynard outlined his plans to the members of his troop, 
some of whom had accompanied him from Europe and others who had joined the troop after it came to America. Well, if they're already from Europe, they're already evil. I can confirm that. Europeans, we are a, a crafty bunch. We are a crafty bunch. So, Sean, are the Europeans evil? Well, a good percentage of the troop quit, refusing oh, to turn to crime. That's not bad. Not bad. Now, Maynard hypnotised them so that they wouldn't betray his plans to the police. But he did just li- let them go. Like, he was like, look, if you're not into it, that's fine. <laughs> This guy is not that evil. He's like the most low stakes evil person ever. Like he's he's like, do you want to join my team? Ah, not really. I'd prefer to go home. Look, I respect that, Tom. I absolutely respect that. Now, at the same time, I am going to have to brainwash you so you don't tell the police. But I will let you go. Obviously, home. you know all my plans. Obviously, you. Know, I didn't. I did tell you all my plans before confirming whether you were in or not, and that's on me. But I don't want to hold that against you because. We're good friends. I'm your, I'm your daughter's godfather. I do not want <laughs> really to really involved in their families. <laughs> He's such a nice man. He's like, I fed your cat when you went to the holiday last year. I understand. I understand. Like, it's, it's, it's a rough time for us all. If you want to leave, that's fine. Give me your brain. I'm going to have to brainwash you a little bit. But not to stay. I respect you too much for that. <laughs> um, however, a surprising number of the circus members eagerly agreed to join Maynard in a life of crime. It was the Europeans. Um, It's the Europeans, definitely. Um, And they became the nucleus of what was later known as the Circus of Crime, Connor. Um, I feel like that would be an easy way to know where the criminals were if you were the superhero in that town. Yeah, like... but, But also, no one has any memories of being robbed, is the thing. Oh, yes! I... You know what? I kind of like it. So far, I'm kind of on his side. <laughs> so, and, and look, that's what this next paragraph is, basically. The ringmaster and his accomplices were imprisoned by the law several times, but rarely for long, given the difficulties of proving the charges against him. <laughs> There's no Since evidence. The victims, they had no memory of being robbed. All they know is that they went to the circus and they left without money. Um, occasionally, the circus of crime operated without the ringmaster, either because he was in prison or uh, because they had become dissatisfied with his leadership. However, he always returned as their leader. Well, that's um, because he could brainwash them into thinking he was great again, but he respects them too much to do that. He wants their love. He's all about... No. Yeah, he, he rules through love, not fear. No, he wants genuine respect. He's not just going to buy it from you. Um. So, he was defeated... Um, one time by and this is this is a crew that are va- it's, like he is below their pay grade surely but he was defeated by the Hulk Daredevil and Spider-Man <laughs> it's just a dude with a hat that can kind of brainwash people and he's coming up against the Hulk <laughs> just getting absolutely shit on like He's just like, I'm literally just robbing... So I watch, I robbed somebody's watch yesterday and the Hulk just comes straight through the fucking big tent and just crashes in the middle of it and just starts ripping his arms off. <laughs> just like, no hesitation either. Just like, straight in. And Cap is like, he's a danger to everyone here. Spider-Man's there as well. <laughs> just like, like, three people who could absolutely kill him on a bad day. Yeah, are just, yeah. Are just, and like, and there are other heroes there as well. 
But it's like those three are heavy hitters. You could send the most basic of heroes. Why are you sending the all-star team? I I, I honestly don't know. I think it might have been something to do with like, if you see Daredevil, Spider-Man and the Hulk, I guess they're kind of circus-y themed. Like you have the acrobats and you have the strong man and all this. Yeah, I suppose. Um, But shortly after that defeat... Um, the ringmaster went to a, a, a man called Devlin D'Angelo. And in the Marvel Comics universe, Devlin D'Angelo sells uh, weapons and gear to villains. Um, that like he's, he's like a middleman kind of a thing. Okay. And the ringmaster gets a surgical upgrade of his eyes, allowing him to use them what? to hypnotize people. A surgical update upgrade to his eyes. Holy yeah, shit! So the technology that's in his hat basically gets put in his eyes. That is, that is a big leap to go through eye surgery. Like he must have truly believed in this surgeon. <laughs> he was like, "Look, I'm t- I'm sick of wearing this hat." Yeah, what's you easier know, than wearing a hat? I could put it on like a lapel. I could put it on my top. Um, I could get maybe a belt. Maybe maybe a wristwatch? Maybe a necklace? Ooh, no. A wristwatch, you say? A wristwatch? No, I'm going to say put it directly into my fucking irises. Um, and the the reason, uh, because he, he needed to take the hat off, basically, uh, for one simple reason, Connor, Go on. is that he was running for President of the United States. <laughs> of course he was. But he's never going to try and get those votes, not like in a in a bad way. He wants people to vote for him for his policies, not because of what he has in his eyes. Not because of the hypno eyes. No, he's like someone's like I'm not going to vote for you. You know what? I respect that. I respect that. My policies maybe they're a bit out there. Maybe they're a bit outlandish. And you are well within your rights to vote for somebody else. But I'm just trying my best to uptake this community and make it better. Now, if you don't excuse me, give me your fucking watch. Now, look, during the, the race for the presidency, he managed to hypnotise Nick Fury into forgetting who he was. Uh, and he was eventually stopped by a character called Deathlock, who's like a cyborg hero kind of dude. Okay, fair enough. Um, he later tried to hypnotise the Scarlet Witch. Uh, oh, this is going to go in, well. Tried to trick her into stealing jewellery um, under the guise <laughs> of giving her psychological... It's such a small scale. It's so shit. He's so shit, Sean. Why would you hypnotise Scarlet Witch? One of the most powerful characters. Like, go get me that necklace in the jewellery shop. I really want that necklace. Like, break that box. She, He could just hypnotise her and take over the world. Why does he just want minor crimes? I don't know. He just wants to pay rent. <laughs> And like, literally he's like, I wasn't going to hypnotise you, but I had a car trouble during the week and I can't pay for a new exhaust. The, the man says I need to buy it, it's 500 quid. I don't have that with red, so Scarlet Witch, rob me a watch. I need the money. So, it, like, he was trying to hypnotise her and stealing jewellery under the pretense of giving her psychological therapy. Right. Um, but while in this, it turned out he was giving her actual therapy. Uh, <laughs> so Wanda kept going back. Because she was like, oh, no, it's actually helping me. (laughs) (laughs) This man, he's actually kind of, I love him. 
I love the fact that he's so small scale and shit, but he's so like under the radar that he doesn't want that anything big deal. Like as I said, if if he has car trouble, instead of getting Scarlet Witch to rob him a new car. He then gets Scarlet Witch to try and rob him something that will make him enough money to pay off his broken car. That's it. Like, he just wants... He just wants his circus and to pay his workers, and he'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's now given therapy on the side. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, look, Scarlet Witch did eventually turn him in, being like, oh, look, he's trying to... Get me to rob a bunch of jewellery. Yeah, but like he's helping her mentally, though. Her mental health has never been better. Never been better for Scarlet Witch. (laughs) Uh, The Circus of Crime, uh, eventually once he got out of prison, the Circus of Crime returned to New York um, as the Cirque de Nuit, which is French for Circus of the Night. Um, Pretty good. That's a better one. Yeah, that's it. And they were hired uh, to inaugurate the Hotel Metropole. Um, it was a hotel that was opening up um, and they, they hired some circus performers um, now while there the ringmaster used his mind control abilities to hypnotise the rich spectators of his show oh. and steal from them oh fuck oh he's back on the big scene this is his one big last job I can only assume one last job to finance the job. circus and then uh, he's going to be set for another month's rent <laughs> New York man the rent is shocking <laughs> the rent is shocking he's going to be safe for this month but next week lads we are struggling as well uh, so the two Hawkeyes uh, Clint Barton and Kate Bishop uh, use special glasses in order to be immune to Ringmaster's control oh no uh, and stop the circus leaving most of their members heavily wounded uh, the Ringmaster was then blinded for life when what? Kate Bishop shot two arrows into his eyes. What a fucking bitch! How mean is that? <laughs> Your favourite character. Leave him alone! He's just a simple man trying to do minor crimes. <laughs> He's just like so small scale that he gets like, two arrows no in his need eyes. to put two arrows in his fucking face. The man is just committing really petty crimes. <laughs> With like... Large scale heroes, but like really basic crimes. Yeah, <laughs> like he's okay. not hurting anyone. No, he's literally he's robbing people, but he's actually even taking the trauma away from robbing them, so they can't even remember that. So they never have any scare. They they don't have any fears. They don't need therapy. But if they did, he'd give them therapy. He's fine with everything with to do with that. So far, this man has committed very, very petty crimes. And look, I'm all against robbing people. But we normally cover supervillains on this show. Like, proper (laughs) world domination kind of plans. This man just wants to pay rent and get very minor amounts of money from people that are are present. Um, And so far, he's come against the Hulk, (laughs) Spider-Man, Daredevil, and then he's had two arrows shot into his fucking eyes. Which I think... Seems a bit overkill. Just put him in handcuffs and leave him. Just, yeah, and maybe like put sunglasses on him or something. <laughs> Just, yeah, put a mask on him. Once he can't look at people, he's fine. So, it, look, I, I think in recent comics he has gotten his sight back. But I do think that's a, a funny point to end the report. I can't believe Kate Bishop is evil. Is that when she turned evil in the comic books? I can only that assume. That was her heel turn, yeah. Yeah, she, she must have turned into Thanos at that stage. Um, so, on to powers and abilities then. 
so he only has one power, which is hypnotism. Pretty good. Um, so either through the use of his hat or his surgically altered eyes, uh, Maynard possesses natural hypnotic power. He's hypnotised um, me with his charisma. To be fair, you are this man's like hype man at this I, point. I I love the ringmaster. I'm I'm all in. He's my new favorite character because he's I so genuinely, bad. I genuinely thought you would hate this too. No, I'm so I happy. Love him. He's so dumb. <laughs> uh, abilities then skilled with electronics. He's mostly self-taught oh. and trained in various acrobatic and athletic skills, but not yeah. a master of any discipline. No, he doesn't need uh, to be. He's a jack of all trades, Sean. Jack of all trade, he just gets the job done, Connor. He just, look, he's not trying to show off. He's not here to rub it in your face that he can do 50 backflips. But he might be here just to, he's just going to get by. He's trying his best. So, he has rudimentary knowledge of hand-to-hand combat. He is, <laughs> and he's also, rudiment- he can throw a punch, basically. <laughs> and he hurts his hand when he does oh. it. <laughs> uh, and he also seems genuinely gifted in psychological therapy. <laughs> genuinely gifted? He's just, he's good at listening. He's just really good at knowing people's problems and trying to help. He cares about people. And in terms of weaknesses, as a result of being shot in both eyes, yeah. uh, he is he is blind. That is going to yeah. hinder him. I think that's, that- that's kind of the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. Yeah, that will uh, that that will put a damper on the criminal activity. I will say as well, he also got. I think he controlled. Uh, he had a ring made from an infinity stone at one point that like amplified oh. his mind control powers. That was all too much for me. I much prefer him, but even with that, he still just did small scale crime. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an infinity stone; he'll still be happy with his small apartment in the Bronx. He's a humble just, man. <laughs> he just wants his circus. He just wants to be in circus and to be left alone. None of this would have happened if he'd, some people had just gone to see his fucking strongman show. Then he never would have needed to do any of this stuff. All he wants is an audience. He just wants to perform. <laughs> He's um, a performer. The and one he got to seven stone. And was just yeah. like, nah, be grand. <laughs> Don't need it. Don't need it. I have my hat. <laughs> The 1 to 7 rating system, there wasn't actually one done up for this dude. He was 1s all um, across the board, I can only assume. Well, like, see, 1 is like, it, it, say a 1 in strength. That means you can't lift your own body weight. Oh. Um, but I think, like, he can. Like, 2 is you're able to lift your own body weight. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. I know. Uh, so, like, what I put him down as, just in my humble opinion, he has an intelligence of 3. Uh, strength of two, speed of two, durability of two, energy projection of three, and fighting skills of two, I guess? I, I would say fighting skills of one. Probably one. Yeah, I'm going to update that. Yeah. Because uh, he can break his hand on a punch. <laughs> I just... I mean, this man, how does he not have his own movie? I think this is so sad, but also hilarious. He apparently... No, I didn't watch it, but he showed up in season two of Jessica Jones as a therapist. Oh, that's great! But but that's not his first job, Sean. I want to see him run in a circus. His first love is circus performing, that's true. (laughs) He's just a man with no imagination, but he also just loves the circus. I just... It's such a weird character that has... He's been out of his depth so many times, but he yeah. never, like, overreaches. 
No, he, and look, you have to respect the man that knows what his limits are. There's so many villains that we cover on this show that are like, I've got this, like, I don't know, I'm able to punch through walls. Next up, I'm going to take over the world. Or I'm going to kill fucking Spider-Man. Or I'm going to I'm gonna attack Iron Man in his sleep and I'm, then I'm going to become king and president of everything. This guy gets superpowers. He's still like, you know what, I'm happy with my life. I, I know who I am and I'm happy enough being him. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't want to be Thanos. I don't no. want to be Kang the Conqueror. No. I just want to be little old me, making red. And look, unfortunately, I might have to rob some people to make red, because not a lot of people go to my circus. But still, it's honest work. And, like, in like his design is really cool. His design looks very Riddler, I will say. Okay. Um, but it does fit my criteria of a great character, in that he is a man with something on his head that gives him power. Oh, I look, you can't be a man with some, a power that comes from his head. That's my brand in, K- in these K- heroes. Kate Bishop shooting him in the eyes is this, the, equivalent, uh, the equivalent of Thor not going for the head, in my book. I think it's about <laughs> the same level. It's the critical failure of that it's, story. I think, it's the criti- I think it's the worst thing I've ever heard in comic books. I mean, I've read The Killing Joke. Wow. I've, I've done so much Batman reading about all these horrible things that have happened. But this poor man, just committing petty crimes, getting two arrows put in his face, I feel is a bit of overkill. Look, and that's your opinion, Connor. You mm. can stand by it. Um, I, I think, as I say, I think his eyes do get fixed eventually. But the injustice is still there. I think the injustice is still there. Someone needs to arrest Kate Bishop. She probably does get arrested at some point, uh, if that makes you feel any better. I think that does uh, probably make me not slightly that, better. Okay, okay. Well, that's my, that's my full report on Ringmaster, Connor. <laughs> yeah, my new father, <laughs> Ringmaster. Um, I'm going to get my Ringmaster tattoo going at the minute, but um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take us out, Sean. So uh, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Here's for Hire podcast. And over there, you can get a whole host of movie reviews that we've done about superhero movies. Um, re- last month, we did Spider-Man 3. And every single month, you get a brand new review put up there exclusively just for all the patrons. They're the only people that get to listen to it, so which is pretty cool. So you're like part of an exclusive club. Um, you can also support the show by going over to our merch store. There's lots of cool shirts and hoodies and and uh, mugs and all that cool stuff over there if you want to get a hold on anything to do with that. And you're, we're on all the social medias, so we're on Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook and Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. We also have a Facebook group page that's called Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, where a lot of people are joining in, just having a bit of a chat about all things comic book stuff. And most importantly, you can just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.